So I know in your bulletin it says that we're going to first start with our pairing and sharing. But I'm going to change that up a little bit. I have a few reflections of my own, and then we'll break for some pairing and sharing. So when I was looking at the readings this week, um, it brought to mind two things that I know to be true about myself. The first is that I have a wild and vivid imagination. I do. I have since I was a kid. The second thing about me that I know to be true is that I expect sometimes, and I definitely plan for, the worst. Now, these two things in conjunction can be really helpful. They really can. My wild imagination lends itself very well to creativity. I love to sing. I love to paint. It actually works really well in my teaching career. It works for me. Likewise with the planning. I always have a backup plan, A, B, C, D, and so on. I know what I'm going to do if things don't work out. However, when the world conspires and when stress and anxiety take over, those two items that I know to be true about myself, they clash and they turn this fear and anxiety in my heart. One example of this, and I shared a little bit with you all last weekend, was my anxiety about spiders. Some people, man, they can kill a spider or they can actually grab a hold of it and set it free outside. That is so not me. That's just not me. We found outside of our home uh, six, right, right, six black widow spiders, something along those lines, and at least two egg sacs full of, of spiders. Now, a normal person without fear and anxiety might say, okay, you've got a spider problem. What are the facts? What do you know? How do you get rid of it? But someone with a wild, vivid imagination and a fear for the worst takes that and no, the spiders are coming inside the house. They never did. They never were there, but that's what that fear can churn inside our hearts and do to us. I read somewhere in the Bible that, or not in the Bible, it was, it was some other article somewhere that in the Bible it says, fear not more than 365 times, which is our daily reminder to not be afraid. Once Bryce got back from his race, we looked at the problem, the spider problem, the working man came in and annihilated all those black widows, we're good to go. We looked at the facts. We ignored the noise, the fear, the frustration. We were still. And we paid attention to what is truth. And now we have a spider at home, which I'm very excited about. But that was a very real-life example for me of what happens and what can happen if we put our fears aside, take a moment to be still, and understand what it is that God is really asking us to do. What really is the situation? Don't allow that fear to come in and churn and take control. 
if we know these things to be true, God's promise is still waters and days of peace. Surely, it says in the Bible, surely the days of peace are coming. So, with that being said, I'd like to invite you into a time of pairing and sharing for Pastor Jim's questions. Does Psalm 23 comfort you? Why or why not? Look at verse 5 in the Jeremiah reading. The days are surely coming. What days are we in now? And what do you hope for in the future? And finally, I know this is a lot of questions, so it's okay if you just do one, two, or all three. What's your spider? For me, it was spiders. What's your spider that when you look at it rationally, it's nothing to be afraid of? But for you, maybe it's churning that fear in your heart. So, in this time, I'd invite you to pair with someone maybe you don't know as well. Get up, move around. We'll take about, I don't know, 10 minutes is what it usually does. We'll, we'll take some time to reflect on these questions. So I invite you to finish conversations and hopefully we can continue these conversations downstairs during fellowship time. So I have a a short reflection from Pastor Jim to wrap us up on this subject. So these are Pastor Jim's words. The two sacred texts this week Psalm 23 that is incorporated into the call to worship and the Jeremiah reading we heard both deal with how it is we deal with the reality of our situation. Both reflect a level of discontent, fear, fragility, and more about our situation. How do we get from our current unease to a place of comfort and possibility? The Lord is my shepherd. God leads me beside still waters. God restores my soul. Who cannot be comforted by this and more? The days are surely coming. The Lord intones in Jeremiah, It will be good. The discontent and the power struggles and even the hate will be taken care of by God. The days are surely coming. Is there anyone who does not thirst? For that day? Is there anyone not uplifted by this hope and assurance? But notice, God does not wave a magic wand from heaven. It will happen through people and with the work of leaders among the people. I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely. Our task is to learn to Trust the God whose ways will bring stillness and restoration. Our task is to own that we are the agents that God will work through, so we might arrive at those days that are surely coming. God will not strike down mean and unjust powers of our world. God will not bring justice to all the downtrodden. God will not quell the chaos and craziness of our times. Instead, God will invite us beside still waters. God will call us to rise up 
in love. And God will show us the hope and the real paths to the days that are surely coming that will be so God. So that is Pastor Jim's reflection. Sounds like we had a great conversation, a lot of great conversations happening. Again, I invite you to continue these conversations in our uh, fellowship time downstairs.